0: Welcome to the Midlife Reinvention Podcast. I'm your host, Kavita, and the founder of Power Purpose Play, a global community of women in midlife. I'm here to tell you that it's your time now to rediscover what has always been inside of you and bring that out into the world. If you're wondering what's next, but don't know quite what that is, or if you feel a twinge in your heart telling you that you have so much more to do and so much more to offer, you're in the right place. Ask yourself, if not now, when? Do you want to leave your job? Start your own business? Take control of your health? Reignite the passion in your marriage? Write that book, or at least that first chapter? Transitions like this can be daunting, but through listening to my story and interviews with incredible women every week, I hope to inspire you to take action. I rediscovered myself after the age of 50, and I know you can too. It's my time now to help you do just that. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive in. Hi, my dear friend. I hope you're doing well. I am recording this episode as we are spending a week with our extended family in a beautiful cottage or cabin in an area called Muskoka, which is just north of Toronto in Canada. It is such a beautifully serene and peaceful area full of lakes and forests. And I feel totally and utterly blessed as we have generations of my family here, from my parents, who are now great-grandparents, to our newest baby addition from my nephew in England, and of course, to the two dogs in our family who are enjoying the beautiful outdoors and each other's so much. Every day we enjoy the beautiful lake and the dock and swimming and playing games and laughing, and every night we have a feast, amazing food and drink, and just pure happiness and love everywhere. The gratitude in my heart is overwhelming, and I thank God not only for my family, but for the ability to share my thoughts and lessons from other women with you here on this platform. When I first started this podcast, I wasn't sure where it would go, but I find as we are now on our 64th episode, that is something that not only feeds my soul, but hopefully resonates Enough with you that you enjoy it every week and we'll share it to those who you feel will benefit. For today's episode, I thought I would share a recent article I wrote for the amazing online publication called Cool Life. That's K-U-E-L, Life. I thought it was appropriate to share here because I think the topic of confidence in oneself is one of the most important things we can build as we approach midlife and beyond. The article I wrote was called the what, why, and how of building confidence in midlife. As you know, over the last several years, I've had the honor of interviewing countless women who have faced adversities and challenges in their lives, yet have somehow managed to move past those challenges to become even greater versions of themselves. I've often asked myself, what has made these women different? What secrets do they have? The answer always boils down to this, and that is confidence. Each of these women believed in themselves, believing that they were capable of doing whatever they set their minds to. It is a deep knowing, a quiet understanding that originates from within that fuels their being. But what really is confidence? According to the Webster Dictionary, it is a feeling of self-assurance arising from the appreciation of one's own abilities and qualities. I would suggest that you go one step further and not only appreciate your own abilities or qualities, but celebrate them. You have achieved so much in your life, and now it is time to celebrate yourself. Take some time to write down a list of things or accomplishments, however big or small, that you have achieved that you are proud of. Make a list of your successes and remember that you did this. When we remember what you did to achieve these things, It will allow you to channel your self-confidence. So why is it so important to build your confidence? Without it, it is difficult to take the first step to realize your dreams or the steps that follow. You will find every excuse in the world to put it off, procrastinate, blame others or events or lack of time or money or any other reason for not starting. For example, it took me three years to move from the idea that I wanted to leave my corporate career to actually doing it. Why? Because I was afraid of pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. Consider this quote from a previous guest I had on this podcast, Dr. Carolyn Brookfield. There is a comfort zone, a growth zone, and a panic zone. The trick is to find the edge of your comfort zone into your growth zone without going into a panic zone. When we develop confidence in ourselves, we shift our mindset from a limited mindset to a growth mindset. As Tony Robbins says, the first step in building confidence is knowing why you want to achieve it. Once you know your purpose, learning how to build confidence becomes a matter of retraining your brain. He goes on to say that confidence is not something people are born with, it's something you must create. Building confidence creates the feeling of certainty that you can accomplish what you set out to do. So what holds us back? In a word is fear. If you don't have the courage to face your fears, you will not develop the confidence to move forward. It's really as simple as that, but of course, not simple at all. Another common theme that I've uncovered is and that I've experienced myself, is that to develop courage, we must act despite our fears. Acknowledge the fear and recognize it is there, but make a decision. Am I going to let this fear paralyze me, or am I going to use this fear to fuel me forward? Think of the analogy of sitting in your car. Fear can either be the brakes that stop the forward momentum of movement, or it can be the fuel with which moves you forward. It's your choice. About six years ago, I heard that little voice, that inner being in me kept on showing up, telling me that things needed to change. It was a deep inner knowing that things were not right as they were. Things were fine, but they weren't great. That's when I was faced with the fears that immediately arise with the prospect of change. What if I fail? What will people think? What if I actually succeed? These fears, like the brakes in the car, stopped me from moving forward for at least three years. Until that voice inside of me grew so loud that I couldn't ignore it anymore. And that's when I decided to face my fears with courage. Once you acknowledge the fear for what it is, yet despite it, take one first step. Wow, see what happens. Your confidence develops. Slowly but surely, one step at a time, you gain the confidence to do one thing. And then the next. You begin to believe in yourself more and more, and momentum builds, and you continue to do more and more until you face the next fear. Then the cycle begins all over again. So, how do we develop the confidence muscle? As women, especially in midlife and beyond, we have developed certain habits that really undermine our confidence. To build our confidence muscle, it is important to pay attention to the words that we say the thoughts that we think, and the actions that we take, or in this case, don't take. So if we talk about the words that we say, for example, as women, especially, we're often programmed to play small. From when we were little children, we were often told to be seen, but not heard. Not always, of course, but our upbringing in society has caused many of us to lose confidence in ourselves and our own abilities. On the other hand, if as children we were encouraged to speak up and use our words, we tend to be more confident as adults. By learning how to communicate with authority, we can begin to stand up for ourselves and gain confidence. This is really evident in some of the words that we use, for example, in our everyday conversations or in our writing. If we start to take notice of some of these undermining speech patterns or habits, we can start to eliminate them from our communication which can help lead to more confidence so for example take notes of some of the words that you use may use in everyday verbal or written communication for example words like just actually and almost as if saying things like i just think or i actually disagree or i almost suggest that we do such and such or unnecessarily apologizing Sorry to bother you, but what about when we're saying, Am I making sense? Or does that make sense? Instead, we should be saying, I look forward to hearing your thoughts. Another thing we commonly say is, How about when we say, I'm no expert, but implying that you have no authority? The other things that we may do is to hide our point of view behind a question like, Does everyone feel sure about this direction? versus saying, I think this is the wrong direction. These are some of the examples of the words which ultimately can undermine your confidence. So take a note of if you've used some of these words and make a concerted effort to eliminate them from your vocabulary and see if that changes your level of confidence. The next thing are the thoughts that we think. And I referred to this earlier and the fact that it took me almost three years before I left my corporate job, and, and that was because I was afraid of going outside of my comfort zone and trying something new. I was afraid of failing at my new venture, and I was afraid of what people would think of my decision. The reason we don't challenge ourselves or have confidence in what we do is, as mentioned, fear. And fear is a very real emotion, but often it is something that we make up in our thoughts about a future or projected outcome of something. Fear causes us to lose confidence in ourselves. But what are we really afraid of? We are afraid of the unknown, the fear of failure, fear of success, the fear of judgment and what will people say, and the fear of consequences as what will happen if. Ask yourself, what am I really afraid of? What fears do you have right now which are causing you to lose confidence? Are these fears imagined? Or are they real? The third thing we do is is the actions that we take or don't take. There really are certain things we do as women, especially, which stop us from acting and being confident in our next steps. So do you find yourself hiding behind some of these actions that I'm going to mention now? Reflect on these actions you may be taking. For example, we might think we have to do this before that, or I have to get this one done before I can do the next thing. Or we may ask too many people, other people's opinions about a decision or action. How about making sure everything is absolutely perfect before you put it out into the world? I'm kind of, um, I've had that a lot before and, and now I'm trying to put things out there, not completely perfect and it's okay to do that. How about feeling like you need to be more qualified or more educated, more knowledgeable before you can do the thing? What about using other people's ideas rather than being confident in your own? And what about not telling your own story or putting yourself out there? What about not negotiating our true value? For example, whether that be for a higher salary, a promotion, or whatever you're looking for, do any of these actions, or I would say non-actions sound familiar to you? Ask yourself, what is the worst thing that could happen? For example, what if I did put my story out there? What's the worst thing that could happen? Instead, maybe you could ask yourself, could other people learn from my story? It was difficult for me to to put myself out there in this so public way, but now I'm realizing how great it is and, and if people resonate with it and if even one person learns from it, then it's a good thing. I'm really here to tell you that the words that we say the thoughts that we think, and the actions we take are important. By realizing some of these things that we do in our lives, we can begin to reverse them and become more confident in ourselves so we can act on our goals. So I'm here to tell you from my own experience and from lessons from countless other women that the only way to be a better version of yourself is to believe in yourself first, to have the confidence which arises from the courage to face your fear the cycle really starts with you. It really starts from listening and acting upon that little voice. My goal is to help you find that little voice and act upon it with confidence. Remember, you are unique, you are special, and you have got this. If you're interested in receiving more practical tips on how to gain your confidence, you can look at the show notes and download my free 28 Days to Building Confidence Tips which are, as I said, in the show notes. And from that, you can also watch my daily videos, which accompany the daily tips. To learn more information on how to move from that little voice to a plan of action, let's chat. As a certified core energy and life transition coach, I can help you develop the confidence to rediscover who you are, what you want, and how to get there, so you can be the most fulfilled you have ever been. Contact me. My name and the information is in the show notes and you can always book a complimentary coaching consultation with me. As I said, I'm here for you. So don't hesitate to reach out. Enjoy a beautiful week, my friend. And remember to enjoy life's precious moments every single day. Cheers.